Welcome everyone to the first ever episode of the Uncultured Gaming Podcast, a podcast where I force my friends to play video games that I love and then force them to make a discussion with me about said games that I love. Today we're talking about the show, what to expect, and we sit down to decide what games we'll be playing for the next year. All this and more with your soon-to-be favorite Uncultured Gamers. What's up, everyone, and welcome again to the first ever episode of the Uncultured Gaming Podcast. I'm your uncultured host, Wilson Lester, a.k.a. Dr. Willie Mammoth. Don't forget the freaking doctor part. I earned that title. And today, I'm joined by the resident hardcore gamer boy himself, Preston Jacobs, a.k.a. Valden. <laughs> What's up, guys? What's up? What's up? How are you feeling today, Preston? I'm feeling great. Good, uh, good. been a great day. Oh, that's good. Yeah, anything crazy going on lately? No, it's just so stinking hot right now. It is. It is outrageously hot, you know. I don't want to skip political, but global warming could be a thing. Who knows? <laughs> could just be hot. <laughs> yeah, yeah uh, the sun. It, it is summer, and that's fair. That's a, you know, it's a good point. To, we just dated our podcast cre- like greatly, but it's a, what? No, I'm just, Yeah, yeah, that's, that's right. What? Yeah, yeah, exactly, Preston. Jeez. Anywho, we're off to a great start. <laughs> First one. Uh, I think I think this counts as a pleasantry, uh, the selection. <laughs> what, I don't know if it was pleasant, but we're here at this point. Okay, um, so welcome, everyone. Um, like I said, I'm the host of the Uncultured Gaming Podcast. So I, I wanted to be transparent with everybody. I wanted to explain why we wanted to do this podcast. And originally when I came up with the idea, it was along the lines of a book club. You know, when you think book clubs, it's like this cultured, fancy, schmancy kind of thing where old ladies get together, drink wine, and talk about books, and then gossip about your neighbors. Well, that's the exact opposite of what you can expect from here, where we are uncultured. We're playing video games. It's a lot more fun, but most importantly, we're going to be drinking the good cold beer, the good craft beer, if you know what I'm talking about. But of course, we're talking about craft beer. We're talking about the gaming industry, stories that we want to talk about. Uh, not, not all stories, because we don't have enough time in the day to do that. You can resort to other podcasts, nerd, geez, learn how to pick up a book. And of course, we're going to be talking about video games, like I mentioned before. <laughs> um... But I need to be transparent with you, Preston. What What's going on, Dr. Wilson? <laughs> That's Dr. Willie Mammoth to you. <laughs> um, I need to tell you the real reason why I came up with this video game podcast idea. Break it to me. So, so, of course, you know, I wanted to, you know, have like a video game book club. I thought it was a great idea. But like I mentioned the, the earlier intro that no one else heard except for me, because I was definitely by myself. Um I wanted to use this podcast to force my friends to play the games that I want to play. No, I feel so manipulated. As you should. Don't gaslight me. Anywho, um, yeah, you basically got to the point where um, I would play a game. This really it resulted around the time The Last of Us Part Two came out. And mm-hmm. was, for those who are unaware because you're uncultured like us, The Last of Us Part Two was a massive story game where a lot of stuff happened, a lot of scary stuff a lot of ooh fun stuff and a lot of ooh not so good stuff mm. um some gameplay stuff and everything you know i just wanted to yeah i wanted to talk to people about it um but the only people i could talk to was my wife and this was during covid when people were supposed to social distance and everything and i would go through the whole story and she goes all right cool now what discussion is that so 
like I said, I'm forcing my friends to play the games I want to talk about. Finally, it, it's a big win for the doctor. Um, anywho, <laughs> um, but with any podcast other than me wanting to force my friends to play the games I want to play, we all have our hopes and dreams. So, so Veiladin or Preston or Poop Pants, wherever you want to go by. Prestige Worldwide. Poop Pants. I like that. <laughs> what, are, what are your hopes and dreams for this podcast? Where do you want it to go? I feel like it's a good excuse to get together with my friends and, and talk about um, video games that, you know, you don't always, you know, people don't always want to talk about video games like mm-hmm. you were talking about. So it's, you know, um, kind of a good excuse to get together and have fun, drink a few beers and talk about things we enjoy. And that's the coolest thing you can do. As Tim Geddes from the Kind of Funny Games Daily Podcast, which if you haven't listened to that, you need to. It's very good. It's very, it keeps you up to date on everything. That was a free ad. I hope they listen to this one day. Did you hear it? Free ad. If you want more free ads, just hit me up on Twitter, threads, whatever you want. Um, I don't remember where I, don't remember where I was going with this. Um, yeah, no, I, I agree with you. It's just kind of like it's a good time to kind of just bro out and everything or gal out, whatever you want to do, whatever, you know, whoever's invited. Um, just, you know, drink some beers, talk about video games. Cause, oh, where I was going with this. <laughs> Tim Getty says, Video games are cool. And it's about darn time that we started talking about how cool video games are. They are cool. Um, it reminds me of the one, this one YouTube. I can't remember what... I, I'm going to butcher the name. But it's like Video Game Girlfriend or something like that. I can't remember. But it's basically this girl who watches her boyfriend play video games. Oh, Girlfriend Reviews? Girlfriend Reviews. Thank you. Um, check them out, too. That was another free ad. Um, but she basically said, like, you know, video games are like the new form of books. So it's like you're essentially watching a story play out and you get to live that story and everything. So video games are cool. And I think we should talk about more often. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, my, I have hopes and dreams as well, Preston. I, can't, I know you, didn't, you don't care to hear what my hopes and dreams are. You just want to beat me up every day. But, you know, I, I, have, I have hopes for this podcast. And, you know, I, I'd want us to, like you, I want this to be like a fun thing just to do, to create content for the sake of content. If you ever make money, cool. That's that's great. That's not the biggest thing. But I do have like a, a list of um, content creators or people I want to interview or want to bring on to the show and everything. Um, I mentioned Tim Geddes earlier. I mentioned the whole. I'll mention the whole kind of funny games crew. Uh, I listen to their podcast a lot, and I think they're probably cool guys. But you know, they say don't meet your heroes. For all I know, I might get bullied. I don't want to get bullied. I'm a grown man at this point. A grown man talking about video games. There's enough to bully me about. I'm bald. <laughs> Like, who, like, why would I want that? Why would I invite that? But, you know, I hope to, like, interview people and everything, you know. Kind of expand it a little bit. But um, that's way down the road. Right now, it's just me, me, me and Preston. Just broing out. Just, hang, just hanging out. Just hanging out. Um, but, you know, other than talking about our hopes and dreams, it's important for you, the audience, to know what exactly you're getting yourself into other than a massive dumpster fire of a podcast. That was funny. That was funny. You can laugh at that. God. Um, <laughs> so, like, what you can expect for, like, the general format. So, for, like, for each episode, we will for sure talk about what kind of beer we're drinking and kind of talk stuff about that and what's going on in the industry. But what we'll also be doing is, like, a question of the day. Um, these questions will be selected from a random wheel from our massive database aka the question wheel of the day i messed up my script we're gonna keep going though we are too deep into <laughs> we're this. Too deep into this. this is candid this is funny i think um but the purpose of that the question of the day is to get us warmed up so we can talk shop about video games 
without the ultimate help of beer. Um, again, a little bit of that liquid courage. Um, let's not, I don't want to get too trash during this. Um, but of course, we'll be talking about video games, um, essentially doing a game of the month, talking about how, uh, looking into what those discussions are going to look like. It's going to be like a summary of the whole entire game, throwing some stats of the game for all you numbers nerds out there, talking about sales, reviews, and even some fun facts. Uh, me and Preston were talking about earlier, we're talking about Psychonauts 1, how if you get into, God, I can't remember, it's when Raz is like this giant monster and this big fish thing, if you get on top, if you get into a certain corner and turn, you see a nice little picture of the developer's wife. You know, it's very wholesome. Don't catch me doing that shit ever. <laughs> Sorry, babe. <laughs> I know you're probably listening to this. Um, but, you know, talking about fun facts, but also talking about, like, what are our favorite parts of the, of the story? What guys hooked, essentially? What do we not like about the game? And, of course, like any good video game, story's not everything. You need to make sure there's actual good like good gameplay because that, that'll help you get hooked into there and whatnot. And then we'll talk about the ending and our, you know, interpretations of that ending and different stuff like that. And then we'll give it out a final verdict. So we'll have our own rating scale. That's constantly changing. It's up to you as a listener to kind of figure out what the hell does that actually mean? So for instance, my rating scale, this is a uh, four pepperonis on a pizza. What does that mean? I don't know. I haven't even determined what that is. I don't know what a, how much value a pepperoni is. Maybe someone who's vegetarian thinks that's terrible. Maybe Preston as a meat eater is probably like, mm, that's pretty. That's a decent amount of pepperoni. What is the appropriate pepperoni to pizza ratio? Yes, and we're talking about per slice. That's pretty good. That's pretty. Uh, it's absolutely. That's pre, it's pretty pretty but, average. Pretty no, average. not to make this a pizza podcast when you consider like a pizza from where, like Domino's. Then mm. maybe like maybe per slice that's good, but per, per pie, mm, I'm not sure. Yeah, that's not a lot. But if you consider like a little personal pizza, see now, now we're getting into some, the details of it. Mm-hmm. 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 What would your what would your first rating be? Uh, five frozen bananas. Mmm, frozen bananas. That's a, that's a tough review right there. Mm-hmm. See, I don't know if you've ever bitten to a frozen banana before. So you lose teeth. Mm-hmm. Not speaking from experience, I have all my teeth for now. But um, <laughs> can't say the same for your hair. <sighs> You know, that was low-hanging fruit. Once again, uh, everyone, I'm bald. Okay, so I'm putting my hat back on. My uh, my feelings were hurt after that one podcast is over. Oh, good. The shine from your head's kind of funny. Shh, God, okay, apparently this is a roasting podcast. <laughs> That's fine. Um, but, you know, we have all this to say. But plot twist, this will be a bi-weekly podcast. So you won't just be hearing us once a month. Uh, in that first week or the first part of the month, we'll be talking about all that good stuff, like the beer, games industry, question of the day, everyone's favorite part so far. Um, but instead of having a full-on discussion about the game, we're essentially going to do like a little check-in with everyone, see how, you know, what are your first impressions, what have you enjoyed about the game so far. And of course, like with the other episode, that will be full of spoilers. This entire podcast is full of spoilers. If you don't like that, I don't care. Go listen to something else. Go Go outside. Go touch grass. Or leave a comment, five stars, and say, this sucks. I, I, they, they talk about spoilers, five stars, doing a great job, boys. That would be the best thing you can do. Um, but yeah, so this is what you can expect. Just two guys hanging out, talking about video games and drinking some beers. But speaking of some beers, it's time we do the drinking of the beer. All right. So we've been waiting to, we've been in Preston's hot attic, waiting to do it. And so on a count of three, three, two, one. Oh, oh, daddy. Yes, we are drinking the good beer because this is also kind of a beer podcast at this point. Um, 
No, as the host, I'll kick it off to Preston. Um, what are you drinking today? I'm drinking a uh, truck stop honey brown ale. I've never mm. had this before, but I do like brown ales. Okay. So, what are you drinking? Uh, I am drinking. Uh, let me pull it out so I can get the full name. Um, I'm getting. I'm drinking some Monkey Knot India Pale Ale, a good Huntsville, Alabama brew, uh, brewed beer. Uh, it's an IPA, like I mentioned the the name. Um, Straight to Ale. That's a fun name. Um, they are the brewery. Um, you know, we're gonna do a little taste test. That's pretty good. That's a good beer. That's good. That's a good beer. I like what, it. What is your rating? This this doesn't have to be a random one. This doesn't have to be um, pizza toppings. It, t- it tastes like brown ale. Uh, I like brown ales. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's uh, it's an eight. I mean, it's, it's oh, that's a good beer. It is. A good that's a good beer. beer. That's some um. UCGP approved beer right there. UGC. You, Uncultured Gaming Podcast. Oh, I'm, still getting, to, I'm still getting used to this. Acronyms. <laughs> I'll make you a list. Well, I saw you had to look up and say UGC. <laughs> <laughs> you had to think about I it. Had to th- okay, listen, 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 Linda. Listen, um, I may have a doctorate, but I can't spell. I don't know how to read. I feel that. Yeah, I, I can barely see. How do, I don't know how I got here. I drove here today. How did I get here? Yeah, it's. I'm worried too. I'm, don't worry. I'm getting my optometrist uh, a call next week. Just I have an appointment next week, so I'll gotcha. finally be able to see what you look like for the first time ever. You're in for rude way. I hope you're pretty. It's, it's rough. Anywho, <laughs> <laughs> hope you're pretty. Um, so for me, I, I'm a good. Um, I like IPAs. This one I've had it before, but I've never given a real like good official review. I'll give it a seven. It's got that skunkiness you get with an IPA. Um, but you know, there's the, my my favorite IPA is no longer made now. It's like a double IPA. So this is a good alternative, though. It's a good IPA. If you like IPAs, this is a good one. I do not like IPAs. Okay, then Preston will never drink this. I, beer. I would probably give it a lower score. Good. <laughs> what? What? You know what? You know, I, this, not, beer drinking beer is not for everybody. But of course, as a responsible adult, I should let um, everyone know. Uh, please drink responsibly. If you are someone that may have an issue with drinking, um, please seek out the necessary services, have that discussion and everything. Um, also, be sure that you're above the age of 21. We are both over the age of 21 here. Exactly. Yeah, it's been validated. Um, if you need my social, just reach, me out, uh, reach out to me on Twitter or Threads. Um, that's good. Threads podcast, Mark Zuckerberg. I hope you're listening. Um, give me some money. Okay. Now that we're kind of a little warmed up, Besides what the attic is doing to me right now, making me sweat. <laughs> that was about the best intro to a podcast I've ever had. That was, that was phenomenal. Well, guess what? We're, go- we're still going, baby. We're still going. I'm just over here listening. I'm, I'm just having a good time. <laughs> if you need me to shut up, just just yell. But not, don't yell too loudly. Not into the pot. Not into the mic. Yeah, my daughter might be sleeping. Oh God, yeah. We don't want. We don't. Want, we don't want to wake her up. Or do we? I can make your life hell if I wanted to. Anywho, um, now we're getting warmed up. Let's turn it up a bit more with our question of the day. Usually there'll probably be music here. Um, I hope there's no music right now, just so it'd be funnier. Um, <laughs> I, this is I'm, I'm still talking. I might this might get edited out. But um, so question of the day, like I mentioned, me and Preston came up with a list of different questions to ask each other to get, up, get us warmed up and to kind of judge us on our responses to these video game s questions. I'm pretty surprised at your uh, arts and crafts skills because this this wheel is really large. It took a long time to get it up here. I'm not allowed to use the hot glue gun anymore. Uh, <clears throat> I burned myself and glued wings to my dog. Mm. I mean, it's like, it's, I mean, it's pretty big. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's it's good. Here, give it a spin real quick. Yeah. 
<laughs> okay, no, no, but for ser- for all seriousness, let's go ahead and click. The- I know I have not tested this yet, so this could work. This could not work. I may actually have to build a freaking wheel to do that. That'd be a fun pro- project. Yeah, uh, the first one already fell over. Mm. Damn. Anywho. Have you ever pretended to be sick to get out of something so you could play a game? Mm. Absolutely. <laughs> okay, tell me, tell me about it. <laughs> I remember uh, one time uh, it was we were playing Guitar Hero. It was when Guitar Hero came out, mm-hmm. and um, growing up, we did not, uh, we were not allowed to play video games on school nights, mm. which is which is reasonable. Yeah. Uh, so um, one time I was like kind of half sick, not really sick, um, but I tried to, uh, I was, I was, so I stayed home. And so I went to sneakily play video games, even though it was a school night. And the one I so smartly decided to uh, play was Guitar Hero 2. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> and mom's like, what are you doing? <laughs> you you got to turn that off. Oh, okay. <laughs> She said it nicely. It was fine. Oh, okay. Okay. She no hard feelings. Is that before or after she beat you? Um, Denise, I'm just kidding. I know you would never lay hands on came after that, I turned it on again. <laughs> no, she did not. She did not. Um, what about you? Yeah, there's, there's definitely a time where I uh, definitely faked sick to kind of play a video game. It, it, it truly was unintentional. I think there was a point in anybody's like childhood when you're in school and you were like, you thought I, I may be an outlier with this, but I was like, uh, yeah, I want to be sick. I want to be sick. I don't want to go to school. I want, I want to be sick, but not too sick. You know, like, like I'm dying. I want to like, ah, I got, I got the, I got the strep throat, mom. I gotta so stay you, home. So you went and licked the water fountain or something? As, yeah. And you put the full mouth on it. <laughs> yeah. How else do you know? Everyone's done that. You know, don't you judge me. Um, but I was in second grade and around that time, that's when the N64 was king. Um, some people say it's still king. Um, not me. Um, but that's when Donkey Kong 64 Hot came. take. Oh, the, the, listen, listen, Linda. Yeah, I think it's a great, it's not my all time favorite console. It's okay, a, it was okay. a good one. It was a good I'll one. G- okay. I'll give it to you. It's got some smash hits. Emphasis on smash. If you know what I mean. Yeah. Smash Brothers. That was, that, that was awesome. Revolutionized fighting game industry. That's a, that's a lie. It did not. Uh, you know, oh, God. I'm digging myself in a hole right now. You are. Uh, I, just, I just climbed back up before you get to God, Smart man. But um, Donkey Kong 64 came out. Me and my brother, that was a game that we loved to play. You know, you would rent from Blockbuster. Uh, we would have to rent it because we didn't have the little adapter thing. The little red thing that you put in your Nintendo 64. Yes. Yeah. I, I remember that. Yeah. Didn't that, like... Was it was it an expansion pack or was it, like, something to improve the... I th- gameplay. I want to say it was expansion. I, I I truly think it's expansion. For some reason, I was thinking Rumble, but I was like, nah, it's not. No, I can't that was on right. the attached that like yeah. a magazine. Yeah. Um. But essentially, like in second grade, I kept going to the nurse. I was like, I don't feel good. I don't feel good. In the back of my head, I was like, if I keep if I go home sick, I can actually go home and play Donkey Kong. Mm-hmm. So the first time, I was like, no, you don't have a fever. I'm like, okay, cool. Go back for like an hour or two in my classroom. And they're like, I'm not feeling good. Can I go to the office? And then like they check my temperature again. It's like, no, you're you're fine. It's like, okay. I think a little bit shorter. Like I went back and they said, okay, you know, we're gonna call your mom. This is the third time you've been here. 
So my mom came and picked me up and dro- took me home, and I got to play Donkey Kong, and it was awesome and totally worth nice. it. I don't think I've ever... No, I've, I've mentioned that story before, but, you know, it's out there for the world to know. I got out of school so I could play Donkey Kong 64. That's a good story. Yeah, thank I you. I like that. Thank you. Um, there's more to come with that. Um, each episode, we'll still have a question of the day. Um, but Preston, you know, I have a question for us all at this point. Go, me, Doc. Getting into our next topic is the gossiping hour. Gossip, 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 gossip. gossip. It's uh, this, this is when we talk about the stuff that's happening in the industry. So I may be going into a tangent, but like every good book club, it's important to gossip. So essentially, we're looking to what are our favorite slash biggest news stories as of late, especially going to like this month, like we're June, now we're in July. Um, I did not tell Preston to prepare for this so he can so I can embarrass him in front of everybody. I'm thoroughly unprepared. His pants are on the ground. Please put your pants back up, please. Please. Thank, thank you. <laughs> um, but essentially with this, you know, we're looking at stories that are um, like that can be serious, lighthearted or essentially just dumb stories. And I have a couple of stories for us to talk about. Let me pull up my notes because I am not a smart man. I can remember stuff off the top of my head. And so there's a lot of new stories out there um, with so much happening in the gaming industry and and us just dedicating a small segment to the news. It was harder than expected to figure out what to talk about, but I got some stuff to talk about. As a reminder to our listeners, uh, if you're even out there, there were news stories that I found interesting. I know there's a lot out there, but these were stories that I found to be the most interesting. It isn't biased journalism. I'm not a journalist. What even as a podcast? Let's get on with it. Damn. Um, so the one story I want to talk about was Daedalic, um, the developers of the Lord of the Rings Gollum game, um, essentially halted their production on their newest Lord of the Rings game. So paraphrasing from Taylor Lyle's uh, article on IGN, free free ad right there, right here, the IGN free ad, had me on sometime. Um, it may come as no surprise, but the Gollum game did not deliver. I didn't personally play it, so I'm a fraud, of course, but based on reviews, videos, and the occasional tiki-taki, um, this game, much like my life, was a dumpster fire. Um, what's interesting to see, and what comes to no surprise again, shit, that's the question one segment. I'm sorry, Preston. It's just, uh, Datalik, the developer of the game, is choosing to shut down development altogether and their work on the next Lord of the Rings game, which appears to be hush-hush, as they label it as um, It's Magic. From my lack of sleuth, journalism skills. Okay, I looked at the one article, and I was like, that's good enough for me. Um, I thought it was crazy how the, um, uh, from Shadow of Mordor, that came out on the Xbox 360, the Golem looked better on the Xbox 360 than it did on the latest generation uh, uh, console. It, it, was, it was crazy. It was terrible. The, the graphics, like... I get they were going for a certain artistic style, like with Gollum, but I was like, man, this Gollum looks very interesting. Uh, like, I, I, I don't necessarily agree with it, but also looking to, like, uh, the TikToks I saw, like, people were just dying out of nowhere. And they're like, oh, you got caught, game over. And then it, was, it I'm, I'm weird about, like, fonts in video games. I get the, they bring up a certain font, like, oh, game over, and it looks stupid. I'm easily turned off from that game. All right, well, I'm looking that up. <laughs> <laughs> but it's just like, oh, you died! Exclamation! Two exclamation points! Two, 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 is, two is too many in two. my opinion. Oh my gosh! I think I was like, okay, you could have just done none. It would have been perfect. This is a small little thing in my dumb review of Gollum, but I just I didn't like it. I I wasn't a fan of that. I didn't like the way it looked. Uh, and then everyone else is saying like, oh, this is just a dumpster fire. I think IGN gave it out a four out of ten. I haven't seen a game get that low of a review score since probably Redfall this year, um, which I don't know if you're aware of that, but uh, 
That game also did not deliver. That was supposed to be the first Xbox exclusive of this year. It did not, not do well. Wait, wasn't that on my uh, uh, Fantasy Yeah, game? it was on Fantasy Crit, yeah. Did you have... No. Did I have Redfall? No, Alec did. Oh, yeah. goodness. And this is why you shouldn't auto-draft people. Be there. Be there for the actual draft day. Alec, I hope you're listening to this. But, um... As the developer, as Zeta would say, um, they called it a difficult turning point for the company as this resulted in a number of layoffs, 25 to be more, more precise. Not the result of Gollum, but the fact that they're halting on a lot of things. Gollum's probably the tipping point of that. I probably could be wrong there, but essentially, you know, layoffs suck. Um, that's probably the worst thing that came out of the story other than them halting on the Lord of the Rings game. Um, it's 25 people who've lost their jobs. You never want you never want a developer to, you know, suck and everything. Um, but the good guy Kyle moment is that a spokesperson from Daily did say that they would do their best to ensure these employees will get plugged back into the industry. Um, this is happy news for the story. Um, the rest of the story blows. Um, like I said, I never root for a developer to do bad unless your company is trash, uh, trash people, aka Blizzard from last year. You mm-hmm. bunch of hoes. Stop t- having a toxic work environment. Just be good. Don't be. Don't overwork people. How's it so difficult? Delay the game. Delay it. Bunch of nerds. Gosh. Oh, and Xbox. Yeah, yeah. No, PlayStation for life, boys. Um, yeah. No, I, I love Xbox. I love the. Uh, I don't love Xbox. Excuse me. I like Halo. I like Gears of War. Um, sure, it's good competition to have a good console and everything. But you know, screw you, Microsoft. Give me a great Halo and great Gears of War game. Give me some. Give me some good stuff. Uh, Starfield does look good, but I'm rooting for it to fail. Because I want PlayStation to be the top dog. Savage. Yeah, that's me. Um, so ultimately, it looks like the company is shying away from developing games altogether. Daedalic is, not Microsoft. Um, so going forward, uh, or long story short, but based on what I remember listening to the Kind of Funny Games podcast, uh, Kind of Funny Games cast, Kind of Funny Games daily podcast. Oh, God, screw, they're never going to be friends with us. I just, I just ruined their Not name. now. Oh god, this is the worst day of my life. Um, they're playing on still publishing games, which I found out is way different than development. Um, Datalik has a good history in successfully publishing games. Um, please correct me if I'm wrong, listeners. Um, sorry, Garage Man was saying something weird. Okay, still recording. Thank goodness. <laughs> Got a little nervous. We're so deep into this. <laughs> Start over. Um, but Datalik has a good history in successfully publishing games. Um, like I mentioned, please correct me if I'm wrong in the comments. Um, so it makes sense for them to just kind of stick with that. But they're still continuing to do patchwork for the development of Gollum. So maybe the game will get better. I don't know. I was interested in the game before, but seeing that's a dumpster fire at launch, um, I'm, I'm good on waiting for it. Were well, you? In- it seems it seems like they're kind of doing a... Uh, you remember when Sonic the Hedgehog, the movie, like everybody like freaked out because yeah. he looked so bad? Mm-hmm. Maybe they'll change certain things and it'll actually be good but playable 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 yeah. yeah yeah i think that's i was thinking about this for our fantasy league we should make the loser have to like play Gollum and then give a good review of it mm-hmm. is that too, is that too mean it's pretty mean i'm down as long as i'm not as long as i'm not like hey don't lose that's all i gotta say <laughs> <laughs> it's that easy um, but considering how the story went, it made me curious about the development process, but more particularly the effort behind making games and the decision to go forward with that development. Uh, this is based on other articles I've read from IGN where Psychonauts 3 is currently not being worked on. Banjo-Kazooie may not be getting a sequel slash other game due to a lack of interest. Um, which when was the last one that came out? <sighs> was that Nuts and Bolts? That was, like, that was a 360 that game. 360? Yeah, I think it was 360. They haven't remastered any of them. Huh. But um, So I can understand that. I haven't played the Banjo-Kazooie game forever. 
Um, and F-Zero most likely not getting a Switch title because Mario Kart 8 Deluxe is freaking killing it. Um, going a little bit more into this, like with Psychonauts 3, um, Tim Schief- Schiefer, Schiefer is Schaefer, I'm sorry, Tim, um, said they're simply not working on it right now, or that he's not working on it, to quote him from Ryan Disdale's article, where Tim Schaefer said, I don't, I don't think, Ryan, I need to clarify, Ryan Disdale did not interview him, I think someone else interviewed Tim Schaefer, Ryan Disdale just did a reporting, God bless you, Ryan. Um, Tim Schaefer said, we're kind of at the Willy Wonka closed doors phase, but soon we could open and cause a lot of harm to a lot of children, just like Willy Wonka. I'll let, what? Yeah, I'll, I'll let the world decide what he meant right there. I, I understood it, I think. What? Uh, he's he's going to hurt somebody, maybe. No, probably not. He's going to make a game. That's what he's going to do. Um, but th- this comes after the solid outing of Psychonauts 2, which was, in my unbiased and but slightly biased opinion, was pretty great. I mean, it got good scores, and it was nominated for Game of the Year. It was. It was nominated for Game of the Year. Um, but it lost because there was like, a lot of other good games out there. It was a tough, it was a tough year. Yeah. Uh, 2021. Yeah, well, I think like a lot of good games came out. Was it last year? Last year was really tough because a lot, well, a lot of good games came out last year because mm-hmm. a lot of the um, delays from COVID. That's right. Kind of a lot of the good games came out at the same yeah. time. Last year was a good game, good year for games. This year's even better, I, I think, in my opinion. That's a topic for another day. <laughs> um, but like Banjo Kazooie, like I mentioned before, Ryan Disney is reporting this um, again. Get this man an award or something. IGN, give him a raise or something. Make him president. Um, a former developer believes that the game, that another game is not likely due to the lack of interest from the actual population or the audience. Um, this is from a discussion with the BGC with Grant Kirkhope. Give it, um, he gave his two cents um, with Banjo-Kazooie. It was a great game. Then it was released on the N64. But given the climate of today's games, it does bring up a good point of the need to develop a new game if the audience isn't really there. Now for F-Zero, uh, and you can guess it again, Ryan Disdale wrote this freaking article uh, where Takia Imu- Imayura, I hope I pronounced that right. I should have practiced this. Artist and designer for Captain Falcon spoke to VGC, implying developing the game isn't worth the risk when Mario Kart has been so successful. Especially from what I interpret, it wouldn't get much attention because Mario Kart is the superior racing game when it comes to Switch. All this to say, there's a lot of decisions that go into making a game, from the time needed to prepare, past experiences, money decision, and surely the, the what the audience wants. Um, not that I was naive and thought game development was super easy, but the daily situation reminded me that video game making is hard, of course. So with all that to say, give the devs their space and let them cook. You know what, you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying, Preston? Mm, I know what you're saying. Let them cook. Let, let the man cook. Let them eat cake, as Maria Antoinette said before she got her head chopped off. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're a historical podcast, too. Can you believe that? Um, but... Additionally, looking into it, you know, that, that was kind of like a, a, it was a serious topic. I might, and there's some serious gossip. We need to lighten it up a little bit. Let's talk about the latest patchwork for Tears of the Kingdom. Oh, man. Uh, as everyone knows about the item dupl- duplication glitch, I'm first to raise my hand when I say that Tears of the Kingdom is a masterpiece and most likely the game of the year. Um, as of right now, we're in like June, July, but it's, it's kind of seemed like that. There's a lot of good games out there. Mm-hmm. But I also raise my hand and say, I've abused the shit out of the duplication glitch. Making money is hard in a world invaded by the freaking demon king Ganon, so a lot of guys gotta do what a guy's gotta do to keep the lights on in their box home. Besides just abusing the crap out of the glitch to have rupees, I think it's hilarious to extent to what other people have done to keep discovering new ways for this glitch. For example, the... Uh, 
unless you're like me and you haven't updated your game, so you can keep using the OG wigs. Oh. Um, I'm very simple. I probably will update because now I've beaten the game. You're and you're also very rich inside the game. I can do whatever I want now. I can buy all the arrows. I can buy any outfit. Money is no object. You know, you only got to be like a Lionel, and you get like sixty-five arrows. Who, who has time for that? Who has time to go? I've beaten one Lionel in the entire game. If you're going to judge me, you should. That's fine. Uh, I'm a little weenie boy. But one thing I thought was hilarious, Preston, was that people f- found a duplication glitch with frozen meat Who's and that? selling all that frozen meat for, <laughs> for rupees. It's just, it's, I've seen the TikToks and it's like, it's hilarious. Like, you essentially have a whole bunch of meat, freeze it, glue it to a stick, and you can auto build it. Oh. And it results in all these things. Well, the developers didn't like that. So aside from other like gameplay, you know, tweaks and fixes and everything, they patched that out. Mm. You can no longer make money selling frozen meat, everybody. Well, I I think I don't like that that they patched it out. I I did not use it. I I played it the way God intended mm-hmm. me to play it. I didn't do any, <laughs> I didn't do any glitches. Um, but for people that want to, I feel like they should be able to because you know back in the day, you used to have up up down down left right B. And you get all sorts of cheat codes. Yeah. So, like, on, on games like this, you know, where the game is so much about play it on how you play how you want. Because um, everybody's experience with Tears of the Kingdom is so different. Mm-hmm. The, I mean, you have the general direction that but everybody's experience with this can be so different. So, if somebody wants to get unlimited arrows or unlimited rupees, okay, let them. I will say it does change up the gaming experience. Um, I think I was at the first regional phenomena. Where I was, I need the warm clothes to go to the uh, higher parts of the the wind temple. Ah, okay. and they said, "Oh, if you go to these caves, you can mine the ore." I'm like, "Oh, okay." So just uh, it slowed me down. Like it was no biggie. I was like, "I was just fine exploring." But when I was able to, when I got my first diamond and just you know duplicated like a billion times, I think I duplicated fifty times and I got like nice. sixty thousand rupees. Nice. And so I was like, I literally don't have to do any of that anymore. So I can just like go buy whatever I want, and it was it was awesome. Money was literally no object. But to your point, I, that's a good that's a good take, though. It's like it's essentially like a cheat code. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, I feel like cheat codes aren't even a thing. Anymore. No, they're not. That's that's no a more game sharks. Oh, man. Don't get me started about the game. shark. that was the best thing mm-hmm. ever. Um, I feel like it, just, I, it makes me feel really old talking about a game shark. I really don't know if that even exists anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, action item. Look up game sharks for PS5. If not, we can make it. Um, but like you're saying, even though they patched it out. The community within Zelda are still, you know, doing their due diligence and finding different ways to get around it. It's crazy. Do they go out with like the intention to find these glitches, or do they just stumble upon it? I don't know. It has to be that they like they're doing whatever they can to break the game. The game is more or less unbreakable. Yeah. From what I think I saw one story where one guy I can't remember what he built, but essentially it it crashed the game. I think I've seen a couple times where that game's crashed. It not a lot. The game is near perfect. There's no issues. I didn't have a single issue when I played the game. Maybe a drop in frame rate. Yeah, I had, I had frame rate drops. So yeah. That was about it. But that, like, my play, did you do a handheld majority of the time? Mm-hmm. See, that I mean, it was handheld. You put it on the big screen, no problems. Really? Yeah. I actually had to buy, I bought a controller because, like, I want the full experience. I don't want that, like, the Joy-Con controller experience, yeah. whatever. I still played probably majority on handheld because, you know, it's like crack. You, just, you, just, you can take it everywhere. Well, I, got, I got a better handheld, um, like, that has oh, like you get actual, grips? Yeah, mm, that actually yeah, has like good travel. Well, you're smart. I'm not. Maybe <clears throat> well, you actually, sh- actually, it was my brother. But uh, yeah, whatever. Maybe you should be the doctor. 
But anywho, um, yeah, that story came from from destructoid.com. From I'm I'm very sorry. I'm gonna mispronounce the heck out of your name, Smangaliso Simlane. Um, I'm sorry if you if you listen to this one day, please send me how to pronounce your name, and I will feature you more on this podcast. Free publicity. Remember that free publicity. But that's the end of the gossiping hour. I'm gossip out. That I'm drink, I'm drinking my wine slash beer, having a good time with my boy Preston. Now we're from our sponsor. This is, this is where a sponsor would go. Can I get rid of those birds, man? I know. Yeah. I but can't, it, I can't do a cricket. <laughs> <laughs> um, now, of course, there's a lot of news stories out there. Those are just a, like a little, little nugget out in the world. Um, but there's no more important news story than the one we're talking about today. Let's go ahead and pick those games. Deciding the games. Once again, this is where game, music, game. Game. <laughs> this is where we would have that music set. People probably we're gonna listen back to this and like, oh, that's really cringe. Maybe we should never do that again. Nope, I don't. I say we don't listen to it and we just send it out into the ether. That makes so much sense. Unedited, the raw Unedited. footage. Uh, no, we're not gonna do that, people. <laughs> um, but yeah, so we're signing the games now. So before we even record this episode, I gave Preston and I some homework to do. This homework being, um, what freaking games do we want to play? Rather than sitting here and yell at each other at who has worser tastes in games, mm. I told Preston we each select two games from four categories, and we essentially select two from each category. Um, now you may be sitting there thinking, "Hold on, that's only eight games, Doctor Willie Mammoth. You're a doctor." How are you dumb? Well, listen here, you nerd. There are essentially four spots left for the game decisions for the year. This will give us a chance for us to pull audibles or for games or even better, have cool-ass guests to come on. So, it sounds dumb, but you're dumb. So, we're all dumb here. Hey, don't insult the listeners. Please back off, Preston. (laughs) And leave a five-star review so we can continue to be a dumb... Can we (laughs) be dumb together? Or don't. I'm not going to gaslight our audience to love us. So, with that being said, uh-huh. do you want to let us know what the categories are? <clears throat> Number one category, uh, new release games, whether mm-hmm. that be AAA or indie. Absolutely, right? yep. Then, next category, retro game. Yep. About to find out if I sent you the accurate list on this next one. Um, that's about all I got. Or, or uh, no, games we want to play. Yes. That doesn't have to be a uh, latest game. Mm -hmm. And also the games that um, we want to share that we may not, the other person may not have played. Yeah. So essentially like our top 10. Or are you still talking about the same one? We might need to redo that. No. (laughs) Okay. So essentially we have brand new games. So it's going to be AAA or indie. We have retro games. Retro subjective. We're going off the idea. I I was interpreting as the idea of PS3, Xbox 360 era and below. So kind of working our way back there. Um, games we've always wanted to try, or games that we want to play, mm-hmm. and then our personal top ten games. I'll let you down. I'm sorry. Oh, girl, it's okay. Um, but yeah, no, we'll get into those games. I'll let you go first. How's that sound? Sounds good. Okay. So my first game that I'm most excited to play right now um, is Lies of P. Lies of P. Lies of P. Um, I was kind of neutral to it. Uh, I thought it'd be another um, Souls-like uh, spinoff, but they did the uh, demo recently, and I played the fire out of that demo, and I loved it. So um, the Souls-like are my favorite genre of video game. 
Um, so I'm definitely all over that one. Uh, and that one comes out in September. Oh, September. Do you remember? Twenty first night of September. Ooh, the 19th. Are you good? Uh, what's your second game from the, uh, new that I'm category? looking forward to? Yeah. Second game. Mm. Armored Core. Armored Core. Ooh, going for the hardcore games. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's so it's it's by FromSoft, and I already I already just said that um, Souls like and uh, are my my favorite type of game. So mm-hmm. in general, anything that FromSoft puts out, I'm gonna play. Yeah. So, uh, but I will I will give a caveat. Uh, I have not played any other Armored Core games. I did not grow up with them, mm-hmm. but I've looked at it and I like the mech. Uh, aspect of it, and I'm just, I don't know. I'll, I'll, I'm gonna try it. Early interpretations, people seem to like be really interested in it. Um, I, I, I played probably an Armored Core game back in the day. Um, I don't remember liking it, but I was also like young, right? And I'm a much better gamer at Taste. this point. <laughs> I, would, I would hope, I would hope. Um, but yeah, no, I think I feel like it's got a lot of potential. I feel like after Elden Ring, it's got a lot of attention, yeah, and everything, yeah, so. for sure. Okay, retro games. Retro game. So, um, retro game uh, that I, I mean, it's just the one I want to play right now mm-hmm. uh, is Zelda Ocarina of Time. I just finished Tears of the Kingdom, so I kind of want to do a uh, Zelda game. Mm. I'm interested in that because uh, I have never beaten it. Before. Yeah, that's that's what you were saying. You you never beaten that one. That, like, that one's that one's like on my top ten. I've heard um, bad things about the Water Temple and how it could break the game if you do it improperly. So that makes me nervous. I mean, the water temple is pretty rough. I mean, it's, uh, I mean, any water temple is rough, that's, but it's yeah. not. I don't remember breaking the game. Mm. I think it's, it's under certain conditions. Like if you if you mess up the water levels, then you get to the point where like oh, you can't progress at all and you're stuck. I can see that. Yeah, because you have like a low, middle, high, mm-hmm. and maybe I, I don't know. I have, I've never. Let's well, not speak into existence. Let's not worry. Let's not worry about it right here. Um, what's your other retro game? Retro game, um, Jack and Daxter. Oh, what a hit. That was probably one of my favorite games ever in this world. Um, that was a game where I thought I was a, a speedrunner. Uh, I'm, ta- I'm taking over your segment, but I want to talk about my, my time. My experience is more cool. <laughs> well, you know about the, uh, the Jack slip, where he'll slip if you're going too fast in the game? Have you ever heard of that? No. You see, I say it's one of my favorite games. I played it so much, I did not know it was a thing, so I look stupid. Well, no, like, there, there's a there's a section. I mean, I'm not a speedrunner, but mm-hmm. I, I, I like the speedrun community. I like I like watching other people yeah. play games fast. Um, but there's a certain section. I think it's like if you're about to take a zoomer over the, the lava, and if you get... If you get there too fast, Jack will actually slip and like just like slip and get down. Oh yeah, now you're talking about yeah. yeah. I've, got, I've, I've done like, that. Just like while the while the game loads. Yeah. Okay. That makes a lot of sense because it's like it's supposed to be like open world because the whole game was meant to be like open world because there's not really any loading. If I'm remembering right, there's no real loading. There's screens. no loading screens now. So if you get to a place too fast, uh, that was kind of revolutionary yeah. at the time. I think the only loading screens were if you go through a work gate or if there's a cutscene. Um, but yeah, like I was saying, that was the first time I beat a game in one day, like beginning to end. I had a good strategy. You essentially get all the precursor orbs at the beginning. So it makes it a lot easier. So you just have to get a little bit at each Mm. level so you can progress a lot faster. It also hurts a little bit that we're calling this retro games (laughs) because, uh, you know, this is stuff I grew up on, which I guess is in, in, in turn 
retro, but be younger. You know, re- re- the retro games to me, whenever I was growing up, was Pong. <laughs> so God, like NES and everything. Yeah, NES oh. and like uh, uh, Duck Hunt and things like that. Oh God, yeah, that was real, those were old games. Okay, um, games that you want to play, or you've always wanted to play, always wanted to play, but haven't. Yeah. Um, hmm. So there's actually. Uh, okay, well there's. There's two. Okay. Right. That's um, right. So there's so the right there, number. Well, there's there's the game that I want to play right now. Mm-hmm. Um, after we get done with what we're doing right now is Resident Resident Evil Four. Yep. So I do. I know they just did a remake of Resident Evil Four that came out not too long ago, mm-hmm. and that is something I did not play as a kid. Yeah. Not because I was scared of it. It was just because. Well, maybe so. I don't know. But I just never played it. It's pretty terrifying. Yeah. I th- I th- maybe we can handle it now. I hope so. I don't know. I, I tried playing Resident Evil 2, and um, I don't like the idea of a big man chasing me. It's pretty ironic, because I'm also a big man. You are a very big yeah, man. Yeah, so um, I don't know. That game terrified me. It's too dark. It's too dark, I'm afraid. I can heal stuff like the last time. Let's turn the brightness up. It's fine. It doesn't help. <laughs> it doesn't help. <laughs> I'm still being chased. <laughs> um, okay, Resident Evil 4. Was that the remake or the original? Uh, I'm going to say uh, remake. Remake? Ooh. That one I heard is that did really well, too. Well, so. it's it's so it hasn't come out. Uh, or it's already come out, so I mean, I, I was about to say, yeah, it's definitely out. Yeah, it's definitely out, but I didn't want to uh, mention it on the to come. Yeah. Video. All right, and what was the what was the second game? I do want to play Dead Space. Good one. Yes. I know. Well, I know. I know. People uh, uh, had pretty good things to say about it. Mm-hmm. There's there's a couple other indie ones that I want to play, but those are those okay. are what run, what I got right now. All right, and then. Two games from your top ten list. All right, so since I just played Lies of P, and I kind of want Lies of P has a lot of uh, uh, Bloodborne, kind of moody, um, medieval, rainy, um, uh, Bloodborne vibes, I kind of want to go back and replay Bloodborne. Okay. <clears throat> I mentioned that, that that style is my favorite, and that is not not Doctor Wilson's. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll get over it. I'll get over it. if we if it's if it's chosen if it's chosen. Um, what was your second game? Well, um, it was. It's actually funny. Uh, and I've been talking about Lies of P too much, but the way that you're supposed to kind of the way I learned how to play Lies of P was that you kind of have to stand your ground. Oh no! And learn how to uh, <laughs> parry. God damn it! So I want to play Sekiro again. God. <laughs> uh. Oh man! I'm... Oh no! Oh no! Uh, how naive was I to think that? Surely he won't pick up all these blood soulsborne <laughs> games. Oh, an idiot! God, I gave you too much power. You did. You did. You okay. Undid it now. Okay. Well, you know what? Let me talk about my games. Okay. So um, there are already two similarities on there. It's not Bloodborne, Sekiro, or Lies of P. Just you know, go ahead and ruin your life there. Um, but looking to the new games that I want to play, and so I kind of took a different approach. I considered new games from them this year. So I also threw in Dead Space Remake as a possible option. Uh-huh. But the one game that I'm very excited for, as many other people are, is Mar- Marvel's Spider-Man 2. Yes, that was on mine too. That's, uh, I absolutely want to play that game. That's, um, that's definitely on my radar. I enjoyed the first one in Miles Morales. Took me a while to get into Miles Morales for some reason. I don't know what it was. I think it's just like at the time I was doing some other stuff. So I was like, oh, let me get, 
Let me not focus on this. But when I actually got to it, I was like, this game kicks ass. This game is perfect. I'm having a lot of fun with it. The suits are cool. Of course, the OG one, Spider-Man number one, was very good as well. It's just the ice. It's not a ghost. Your house might be haunted. Who knows? <laughs> but um, getting to my retro games. So definitely a different take on this one. Mine was of the newer generations. Okay. So my first retro game that we could possibly play is Halo 3. Halo 3 is the epitome of all Halo games. It's probably the best Halo game. Halo Combat Evolved changed the game for all first-person shooters, for sure. Um, how it, you, know, it, you had to think of strategies when you're attacking um, uh, all the different elites and the jackal shield and everything. You had a different thing like, oh, how am I going to tackle this? But Halo 3, Halo 3 was perfection. You had dual wielding, a great story. Very fast uh, gunplay and all that kind of stuff. I think it was I think it was one of the more perfect shooters of that era, if not the perfect shooter. Um, but of course, my other retro game that I really want to play, which is a top ten in my book personally, is Psychonauts One. Nice. Uh, I'm a big PlayStation Two person, so I played it on PlayStation, even though it was multi platform. But Psychonauts is great story. It's hilarious. Gameplay is fun. I remember when I first played it back in sixth grade, the summer of it, I first discovered Psychonauts watching G4 TV. I think it was on Cheat or X-Play, and it was yeah. talking about all this stuff. And I was like, you know what? I might get this game. And then when we went, my, my mom drove my little little baby boy ass over to GameStop, and I was saying, you know, like, I want to get this game. And the guys go, this is a great game. You're going to have a great time. I'm like, okay, cool, cool. Uh, I have a funny story that can be safe for a later because I'm pretty sure it's a question of the day. But um, was, I had a, a very dumb moment playing the game during my second playthrough of it. But overall, I, I love that game. Reminds me of summer. Reminds me of my childhood. Um, me and my brother played it a lot. So it's a retro game that I definitely want to play. Um, looking to the games I've always wanted to try, like my boy Preston, I also wanted to play Resident Evil 4. Ooh. But I was I wanted to do the original first before the remake. Ah, okay. But So we can decide on that later. Um, or my other game was... Firewatch. Do you know about Firewatch? I've, I remember seeing a title. It's a straight up like mystery game. I think it's mystery. It's like first person. The guy is basically um, he's going through some personal issues. So he's spending the summer at a Firewatch Tower. Mm. Kind of observing that. And it's got a pretty good story from what I could tell. Um, it's, I've never played it. I'm aware of the story, but you know, it's something I want to experience for my own because I think you can make different choices and everything. So it's something I'm very interested well, it's in. it's 75% off on Steam right now. Oh, girl. Here we go. It's a good option. And then now we're getting to my top 10. Now, this is going to be a very difficult decision for us. Mm. So mine are like, whoo, fire. Absolute fire. The first one. That's debatable. Oh. <laughs> are you hating on my top 10? Are you hating on my Listen, top 10? Yes, because you're the hardcore gamer boy, you freaking nerd. <sighs> oh, my god. Going to make put me through the ringer. Anywho, Bioshock. Yep, I know. Yep, that's a that is one of the best games out there. I which one? Bioshock one. One. I, I play. I played all of them. One is probably my favorite. I played a lot on two. I liked a lot more achievements on two. Uh huh. But with Bioshock one, I, I unfortunately I didn't play it till probably last year because I was a, a scaredy cat, afraid of scary games. So I didn't play Bioshock. And wow, I was right on the first one. I was like, I got spooked a whole bunch of good times. So mm. it's very terrifying if you don't believe me. Um, but I, I played through it and it was so fun. I was very much into it doing the survival, horror survival management, all that kind of stuff. But I was aware of the, the ultimate spoiler. And, uh, oh, I don't know the spoiler. I'm oh, gosh. I know, I know it Bioshock, is. 
what was infinite infinite that's a whole philosophical debate we can have one day. I know. But Bioshock 1, the, the twist is ridiculous. Oh, I and didn't it's, know. I've never heard that one. It's, um, yeah, no, just avoid YouTube, anything with Bioshock, um, if we ever get to there. Um, it's a great game. Love it. Um, and, of course, my probably my number one game of all time, The Last of Us Part 1. Right, yeah. It is a absolute classic. I'm talking about the new one that came out on PS5. With the new graphics and everything, you gotta play it. It's the definitive edition. It's the, everyone knows of the story of The Last of Us. It's on the HBO. If you don't know about it, it's it's a great story about The Last of Us One. The Last of Us One, yes. Uh, I, I, I'll go with that's another discussion for another day. If I, that's what I meant, thought you meant. Um, but God, it was so good. I, it was one of those games where after I beat it, I didn't buy it. I didn't buy it. I got it from Redbox. I just remember beating the game, returning to Redbox, and having to sit there after I witnessed what just happened. And it's just like, it's a game that makes you think, and it's a um, great game, great show. It's a game. I, I This is my guilty pleasure. Yes. I, I will always, you've, you've always loved it, Last of Us. It is not a guilty pleasure, actually. It's my it's my um, my comfort game. Uh, a, a game. And it still scares me. There's still moments in that game where yeah. I'm like, oh, I'm getting to this point. In Pittsburgh, it's going to suck. Um, my, my, my story with uh, Last of Us is that... Um, I did not have a PS3. I've always been more of a PlayStation guy, but I mm-hmm. I went I had a Xbox 360, and so I could not play Last of Us One. And oh, I remember shoot. when it came out and everything good. Yeah, oh, no, I was, I was saying, oh shoot, to your story. <laughs> oh, oh man, so I did not have a uh, PS3, but I remember hearing about uh, Last of Us, and so I said, all right, well, I'm gonna I'm gonna look up the. I'm going to look it up on YouTube. Mm-hmm. And so what I did was I watched the entire story of Last of Us on YouTube. And like it was like a six-hour movie. And I was, <laughs> I was hooked. I was like, oh, my gosh. And so anyway, when I finally got, uh, I went to PS4. And then that's when I played. The remastered. Yeah, I yeah. played the remastered. And then, um, then I played, uh, and of course, played uh, part two. Yeah. I recently did another playthrough of part two. Oh, really? It's such a long... It's a, I've only done two playthroughs of it. I've done multiple of part one, but part two is so long. It is very long. And it's like... And, a half, and three quarters of it to half you play as Abby. Yeah. Uh, spoiler. That was a spoiler, everybody. But, you know, you if you've gotten this far in this podcast, then, you know, you're, you're just, it's whatever. But, you know, I, I really enjoyed part two. That's that's probably my top ten as well. It's It's a difficult story to get through. But I think it's like it's a story they wanted to tell. I can't knock them for that, and they took risk. And I, you gotta take a risk when it comes to mm-hmm. storytelling. So I think they, they took the right risk. I think what sucks for them was like everything got a lot of things got spoiled. That was the worst part when the biggest like when that leak happened with the biggest or- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when that uh, when that happened. That was just like well we we saw that coming, but it just sucks that it got out. Uh, not the the. The point of the story, not in the, not the leak. We we wasn't aware of the week. I wasn't. Didn't, I didn't expect the leak to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, uh, enough about Last of Us Part Two because that is not a game that we listed on our list. So it's now come to decision. We need, each need to pick one game from our list from each category. Okay. So that's that. Was, I didn't tell Preston this. This was something I kept to myself. To make him. <laughs> well, you know what? Even if you did tell me, it's like I'm hearing it for the first time. I could go with fish. <laughs> okay. So we'll start with, and we can decide on what we want to play for both our categories. So we'll start with your games, 
So for new games, what is your vote? I mean, I've, I've talked about it 10 times now. My Lies of P. Lies of P. I, I gonna, mean, that's, that's, that's what I'm looking for. I was going to say, I wasn't, I'm not hyped at all about Armored Core. So I'm not that it's not going to be a good game or anything like that, but it's just not. Well, Spider-Man 2 was my, my number two. I just, wanted, I just wanted to okay. try Armored Core. Taking, but Lies of P. I'm taking Dead Space Remake off of mine because you said Marvel Spider-Man 2. So we're going to just go ahead with that. Okay. Um, going to retro games. We got Ocarina of Time for you and Jack and Daxter as well. Um, which one do you feel? It, sound, it really sounded like you were leaning more towards Ocarina of Time. Not to put words in your mouth. Okay. Ocarina of Time it is. And then for mine, which one would you, would you be more interested in playing? Yours were Halo 3, Psychonauts. and No, Psychonauts was retro. Yeah. So it's Halo uh, 3 and Psychonauts. Psychonauts. That's, that was going to be my vote as well. Um, not to knock Halo 3. Halo 3 is a great game. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's very short, too. Um, so I think Psychonauts can be knocked out pretty fast, too. Um, the games that we want to play. Uh, <laughs> well, we already know one of them is going to be Resident Evil if we wanted to do that. <laughs> yep. Uh, but, you know, I, I listed two. We, we both listed Resident Evil 4, so we have to make a decision. Do we want to play Resident Evil 4, or would we rather do Dead Space? I'd say Resident Evil 4. You want to do Resident Evil 4? Okay. I guess now we need the original or the remake. Yeah, that's another... I'd say remake. You want but, to re- remake but, does look good. I mean, like, just... I mean, it depends on what the uh, what kind of experience you want. I think having the updated controls... Yeah. Do you want to know my only reason for not playing the original? For putting the original, not the remake? It's on PlayStation Plus. It's free. That's my, that's my, oh! my reason. <laughs> oh, we got to buy it. Yeah. Um, okay, so since we're doing the remake, I'm taking the original off, and we're going to do... I guess we'll do Firewatch. Be a nice little. I don't think it's a cozy game because it's a mystery, but you know, it's a good option for us. It's five dollars on Steam right now. Five dollars on Steam. Now, God, I'm looking at your choices for your top ten and it's just stressing me out. <laughs> we can ch- we can change it. No, no, we can't. No, we, it is etched in this oh, man. tombstone of mine where you're gonna bury me because this game will kill me. I swear, if it's the first game that we play, <laughs> I swear to you. I will scream. Anywho, your top 10. Are we doing Bloodborne or doing Sekiro? I already, I already know what I want to play. What do you want to play? I, was gonna, I want to play Sekiro. Okay. That's been, that's been on my to-do list for a long time. It's it's more of a... It really is a rhythm game. Well, we've come, Is it like the, Guitar the, Hero? The Perry Dance. Cool. Sit there and just... Okay. And that's even even a harder decision. Which of my top 10? I'm down to play both. Or either one of them. Bioshock or Last of Us? Let's um, let's do Bioshock. I haven't done Bioshock. Bioshock. I haven't done Bioshock. You haven't played Bioshock. That's right. Well, I mean, I've done Infinite, but it's um, different. It's a different game. Different. Absolutely different. Okay, now it's time. We're titling it "The Wheel of Destiny." Destiny. Are you ready for it? I'm ready for the game that we're going to be playing in August. Firewatch. Okay. So let's let me get my thing. Is Firewatch on PlayStation? It sh- it might be. It's five dollars on Steam right now. Okay. Yeah, I was playing on playing on my on my MacBook. Um, all right, and then the next one. Uh, so we have September and October already picked out. September is when Lies of P is coming out, and October is when Spider-Man's coming out. So the next one. 
for the month of November. Nice. Bioshock. Nice. I'm okay with this. Okay. For the month of December, we are looking at is Christmas time or Hanukkah. Sekiro. Nice. I'll have plenty of time to do that, maybe. Okay. For the month of January, we are playing. I'm glad we haven't got any mystery yet. Mystery. <laughs> it's not taking out the games. It just did Sekiro again. <laughs> So we'll respin we'll re it. it no, we're we're going to play it. No! No, I don't think we are! Game plus. No! Okay, that's better. I can do that. Psychonauts! For the month of February. There we go. Mystery! Mm. Ominous. That's not even how you pronounce that word, but we're going with it. So we used one of our mystery. We use two hour mystery. This is what this everybody. This is the audibles that we will be doing. So if we want to have a guest, or if there's a new game coming out, we could do this, or essentially change up our games for the month of April. Ocarina of Time for April. It's kind of crazy playing out our whole. I know year we're like playing that. out pretty far, and it's like ah. All right, for the month of May. So we still have two mysteries left. Mystery, there we freaking go. Mystery for May. Now we're into June. You just don't want it to be Bloodborne. <laughs> <laughs> Bloodborne's not even the wheel. Okay, last mystery game has been taken. So that means for the month of July, we'll be playing Resident Evil for a remake. Yeah, we're playing it out far. Yeah, I know. <laughs> It'll be a retro game <laughs> by the time we get there. Okay. To reiterate to everybody, for the month of August, we'll be playing Firewatch. For the month of September, we'll be playing Lies of Pete. For October, we're looking at Spider-Man. November, Bioshock. December, unfortunately, Sekiro. January, Psychonauts. February, February Mystery Game. March, Mystery Game. April, Ocarina of Time. May, Mystery. June, mystery! And last but not least, for the month of July, Resident Evil 4 Remake. So this, come this time after we beat this game, we will be coming back here to play, to do this whole thing over again, to do the decision of the games. Nice. I believe that's all we had. And with that, our calendar and schedule are set. Um, we're essentially done here. We got our games that we're look, looking forward to. Um, we got, all right, I forgot where our first game is. This is embarrassing. Firewatch? Who let me host it? Firewatch, yeah, we have Firewatch to look forward to. That's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, I feel like it's a pretty quick game, so we should be able to get through it pretty fast. It's uh, old, so we can kind of turn a cutoff point. But yeah, um, I'm excited. It's going to be a good, good, good year. Let's do it. Good year of gaming. On top of all the other games that we have to play, we have to play these games now. So, with that, until next time, everyone, this has been the Uncultured Gaming Podcast, and we've enjoyed your company today. Remember, stay trashy, gamers. This is the outro music. We really need to edit this down.